0: Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast, produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, DentalBrief.com. On to today's episode.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, I have with us a very special guest uh, from Southern California. Say hello, Dr. Jackson. Hello. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank
1: you. Great. I'm glad you're doing well, and I'm glad to have you here today. Um, why don't you kind of give our users a little bit of background, tell them how you got into dentistry yourself, um, and then we'll we'll go more specifically how you got into teledentistry.
0: Well, I'll, I'll do it as quick as I can. I got uh, out of dental school. I started a uh, a small insurance company in, in Los Angeles, uh, in back in the days when you could actually still be a small insurance company, mostly to get patients into my own offices. Um, and, uh, uh, the big guys decided to get into the same kind of, uh, of, uh, insurance that I was doing. And, uh, uh, I got acquired by, um, by Prudential at the time, who's their Aetna now. And, uh, over a 10 year period, I ended up being, uh, the president of the dental division for Prudential, and and uh, ran their national program for them. Uh, when Blue Cross of California went public as WellPoint, uh, they hired me to, they needed somebody to run a national program for them too. So moved me back to California, and, uh, and uh, I worked for them for about 10 years. When the dot-com uh, boom hit, I started a company called uh, Dental Connect, which was the first real-time Uh, claims clearinghouse uh, between dental offices and uh, using the uh, internet, of course, uh, to submit claims uh, to to payers from dental offices to payers. Uh, Merged that company with another company called Dental Exchange, uh, where I met uh, my current business partner in our third venture, Richard Lee. And uh, so we we ended up selling that company and starting another company called Planet DDS, which is uh, uh, the um, uh, practice uh, management software called Denicon. And uh, we ended up selling that uh, uh, and uh, um, making a very long story short, uh, we saw the need for teledentistry potentially to deal with the underserved. And uh, we uh, started working with some not-for-profits in Southern California uh, and realized that the software uh, didn't exist to support uh, teledentistry in a, in, a, in a efficient way, in a scalable way. So we went back to our roots and started uh, developing software and uh, been doing that for the last four years.
1: That's uh, fantastic. I mean, you obviously have a, a quite the history of helping dentists uh, build better businesses and make processes uh, and uh, so, solutions to those processes uh, just outstanding. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, challenges and, and problems that you're seeing dentists face. And I know we talked a little bit that you know communication is an issue. How's tele-dentistry um, going to help uh, improve communication uh, and make the lives of dentists uh, easier and better.
0: Sure. I mean, teledentistry has got a bad rap right now. Most people think that it's uh, FaceTime or zoom or something. And that's, uh, yeah. that's what teledentistry is. And it's far from that. It's so much more. I mean, tele telecommunications is what it is. So there's all the various tools of communication and the ability now in 2021 to be able to communicate across multiple collaborate across uh, multiple, uh, uh, specialties and subspecialties, and and uh, certainly among professionals themselves. So all these tools are available to to dentists today. Very few of them are taking advantage of it. So so I would say if there's an error out there or a problem, I would say it's 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 one of omission rather than one of commission. So people, most dentists just don't understand how much better they they could enhance their patient relationship, probably simultaneously increasing their revenues. But but just in in increasing patient engagement increasing the ability to collaborate uh, across uh, specialties, collaborate among study clubs, collaborate however. Those tools are out there now. And you have to have the ability because of this, this potential flood of, of, of information that's, being, uh, uh, that's going on, multiple people through multiple tools. It could be video, could be chat, could be uh, text, could be emails, all need to be brought together into a common record that everybody can view and see what the communications with the patient or among other professionals could be. So that stuff is out there now. Uh, but the primary mode of communication in the dental world is civil telephone. <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, it's slowly waking up, uh, the industry slowly waking up, but I think that uh, uh, you're going to see a burst of that, uh, we, we hope, in the near future.
1: Sure. And adoption rates on new technology and new ways of uh, doing life and doing business typically are pretty slow for people to adopt. I know when, um, you know, when COVID first hit and a lot of practices nationally uh, were shut down, I know our phones were bringing off the hook with dentists, you know, asking questions about teledentistry dentistry and how they can get connected and what can they do. And all of a sudden I can use all these tools and what have you. And I think a lot of them implement, implemented them out of just pure survival and maybe even somewhat panic, but never really took advantage of them. So the taste that they have in their mouth about teledentistry dentistry is just based on that short window that was a month or two of, you know, maybe even three months when they were shut down. So um, tell me, what are some of the myths out there, some of the, the falsehoods or myths that dentists have uh, about teledentistry?
0: Well, you just hit it, and that, that is, is that it's nothing more than video conferencing. And so if I use FaceTime, if I use Zoom, if I use GoToMeeting, I'm doing teledentistry. And, and that's so far from what it is. That uh, reminds me of uh, uh, a story when my mother was still alive. She lived in this very nice retirement village. And uh, uh, a friend of hers, when I came visiting once, asked me to help him use this new thing called an iPhone. And uh, so, you know, he handed it to me and I uh, was going to help set him up. And I turned it over and on the back was a, uh, a taped on piece of paper with all the telephone numbers that he typically would call. So, that's, so he, was, he was using the tool, uh, not at all. He was using it as a telephone and his directory was uh, the, uh, the piece of paper on the back, and, which right. is very cute. But that's what I see Dennis using. Dennis thought of teledentistry right now is, is that they're, they're, they're thinking of it in such a one dimensional way. How do I extend what I used to do and just add a picture of somebody in front of me? And it's just so much more than that. And, and unfortunately, the time that you described, uh, everybody ran out to get something. And of course, the HIPAA regulations were, were re- relaxed, uh, to say the least. And so it, security wasn't an issue. So what did everybody look for? Well, if they didn't really know what teledentistry was, why not go with something free? Which is exactly what happened. And then a lot of the competitors in the industry, we chose not to, but a lot of the competitors then began to match with, you know, three free months and so on and so forth. They they literally took the industry backwards. Uh, So so what happened in those in those uh, uh, three month period was uh, really detrimental to the industry, I think. Again, assuming that there's a bright future for these communication tools going forward, it's too bad that uh, uh, the taste that everybody got was just, I need to have something that gives me a video conference and I can do it for free. Uh, it, it, again, they've just missed so much of it. And I think that's the biggest challenge we face today.
1: Yeah, it's, it's amazing how we all, you know, and when I say we, I mean humans, you know, we'll jump on those free offers. And then when something doesn't work out, we get this mindset. They go, hey, it was, when it was free, I tried it. It didn't work for me why would I pay to, why would I pay to do this? Right. It doesn't really make any sense. I mean, in our, in our sphere, our world, you know, if you went to a free dentist that you found on Craigslist, you probably didn't have a good experience and be ridiculous to never see a dentist again. Um, tell me, how can they, how can a dentist make this work? Give me three steps that a dentist can take today, um, this week to kind of implement tele-dentistry dent- tel- into their practice and, and, and make it work for them.
0: Well, what I wish you- there were, Sure. I, I wish there were a simple answer, but there, because there's so many different ways to use it. Um, an orthodontist might use it to keep patients out of the office. A uh, uh, Somebody who does implants may use it to sell a complicated case, a multi-step uh, appointment. Uh, clear aligner, somebody who's doing clear aligners can use it to do marketing. Uh, so again, it just depends on, on how they want to use it. We also have uh, the equivalent of a... Uh, um, A secure LinkedIn, if you will, a collaboration network uh, that uh, people can join. It doesn't even cost anything to where they can share records uh, uh, behind the scenes. There's a transaction cost, but they can share records uh, uh, securely uh, behind a secure firewall. And uh, uh, they can create their own study groups. They can create create their own collaboration groups. Uh, Specialists can create their own uh, uh, groups of their referrers, perhaps. Uh, medical-dental integration, uh, so that you bring in, uh, you can bring in uh, uh, physicians into your network. So maybe I've got a group that's uh, for my chronically ill patients that uh, I can share records with. It doesn't have to be a video conference. It can just be uh, a simple sharing of records and a notification that a record is waiting if somebody wants to view it or comment on it or annotate it. Uh, all of that stuff is out there. So, so step one, two, and three is going to be dependent on on uh, how one expects to use it. And again, part of our challenge is, is making people understand that these capabilities are out there, uh, as opposed to, you know, here's a one-size-fits-all, how you use it in a dental office. A lot of our competitors are that way, but that isn't the way we see the world at all.
1: Sure. That's um, some great information and great advice. So let me go ahead and um, tell our users how to find out more about your company, Um, And your products. It's get.teledentix.com. That's T-E-L-E-D-E-N-T-I-X.com. Doctor Jackson, you've you've uh, certainly got a lot of uh, experience, uh, a lifetime of wisdom. What do you want to leave our audience with today?
0: Well, keep moving forward. (laughs) There's there's uh, you know as you said things things progress slowly in the dental world, and that's uh, understandable. I mean, anybody that's done that goes through the, the, uh, efforts of spending a, a day at chairside realize that they just want to get home and, uh, <laughs> and take it easy. And, uh, so it's easy to let all these new technologies and capabilities go by. Um, so I, I would say just, you know, keep on learning. Don't, uh, don't get too focused on, uh, uh, you know, the day-to-day uh, uh, practice and day-to-day production numbers. But look, uh, look forward and see what's, uh, what's out there that can help not only you, but your patients and, and your, uh, your peers uh, to do a better job.
1: Dr. Jackson, thank you so much for coming on today. We appreciate you.
0: You're welcome.
1: Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you
0: know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, DentalBrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.